0: Hi, welcome to the first fill. My name is Wynn. I serve as the director of content development here at APHA in the education department. Today, we'll be hitting on the buzz around berberine, recently being dubbed as a natural weight loss option. So, this naturally occurring compound has been found in several plants and has been used as traditional medicine for centuries. Now, as of late, berberine has been hyped up on social media and all over the news, with the price tag of $15 to so $40 for a one month supply, it might be more appealing than other weight management options that are available by prescription only. But what do we really know about berberine, about its effectiveness and its safety? So hopefully this isn't a huge surprise, but many of the claims haven't been verified by large peer reviewed studies. Let's talk about the proposed benefits. We've got regulation of blood sugar levels by lowering the glucose levels, as well as increasing insulin sensitivity. There's cardiovascular health benefits via cholesterol and blood pressure benefits, weight loss, anti-inflammatory properties, such as treating arthritis and inflammatory bowel diseases. It even goes so far to claim antimicrobial activity with neuroprotective effects and of course, increasing digestive health. So let's focus on the first three benefits. We have blood glucose, cardiovascular health, and weight loss. A meta-analysis of about 49 studies published in October of 2022 found that berberine may provide some metabolic benefits with very small benefits for weight loss. The pooled results against placebo showed that berberine significantly reduced lipid levels including triglycerides. Now the mean difference in change compared to baseline again the mean difference in change compared to placebo for total cholesterol was a reduction of about 20 milligrams per deciliter. For LDL, it was about 9.5. Now for systolic blood pressures, there was a mean decrease of about 5.5, more than those who received placebo. So for fasting blood glucose, and looking at insulin, the amount of insulin use was also decreased with A1C reductions better or rather lower than placebo by about 0.45 percentage and we're looking at obesity, the mean difference in BMI reduction was about 0.25 kilograms per meter squared. Again, the reduction in BMI compared to placebo, the difference was 0.25. This is actually consistent with a different meta-analysis in 2020 that focused specifically on obesity parameters. And from these 12 studies, berberine treatment decreased body weight by about two kilograms and BMI by about 0.7, sorry, 0.47. Again, reduced BMI by 0.47. The optimal dose for these various benefits ranged from one gram to five grams per day. And the time to see the most benefit for these benefits was around 40 to 50 weeks of use. So around 10 months to one year of continuous and appropriate use. Now, whether or not the benefits are sustained or if the medication is safe, that was beyond the time period measured, Um, that's unknown. So in all, I can appreciate the potential benefit in lipids and reduction in systolic blood pressure. It's thought that it reduces fat production and changes in fat accumulation and composition, and that the influence on the lipid profile may also be due to intestinal absorption limitations and an increase in fecal cholesterol excretion. For weight loss management, what a lot of people are interested in, the decrease of weight loss for reduction of BMI of only about 0.2 more than um, placebo is not very intriguing or impactful given the concern for adverse events or drug-drug interactions. Studies reported mild to moderate gastrointestinal adverse events, including nausea, constipation, diarrhea, you know, run-of-the-mill side effects. So with drug-drug interactions, there are many. These include cyclosporin, tacrolimus, metformin, even dextromethorphan, anti-diabetic medications, antihypertensive, as well as CYP3A4 substrates. Everybody's favorite. Additionally, pregnant and breastfeeding women should avoid berberine supplements as there isn't enough data um, to ensure its safety during these periods. With that said, because dietary supplements aren't reviewed or approved by the FDA, they can be promoted for just about any health claim, right? Supplements can also contain inaccurate amounts of the compound that they say that they'll contain, and it can have other ingredients that aren't listed on the label. So as exciting as it might sound, a supplement like berberine shouldn't be something that's just taken on a whim. Hey, let's try it out, right? It can have a potential space in the reduction of cardiovascular risk namely looking at total cholesterol, triglycerides, blood pressure. For example, berberine might be good for somebody who is intolerant of statins or wants to take a more natural approach before starting a medication. This approach would require a thorough assessment and monitoring with their healthcare provider and team. So we're talking physicians, dietitians, pharmacists. But of course, to better understand how and the extent of its benefits on cardiovascular outcomes, for example, further research is needed. Now, for weight management, unfortunately, is not the magical solution many are hoping for, and so it's essential to emphasize to patients to share their OTC and supplement history at all healthcare encounters, highlighting the importance of sharing changes or anticipated changes, especially if they have a pre-existing health condition or are taking medications. So, I hope this helped answer some questions about berberine. And make sure that you talk to your healthcare team, those physicians, dietitians, and pharmacist colleagues. Thanks for listening.